listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. It's the 24-hour toilet blowout sale extravaganza. Toilet blowout sale. Toilet world. Toilet starting as low as just 15 cents. While supplies last. Don't be a stinker and miss out on this one. We're making room for new inventory. Every toilet must go. Buy two toilets, get one free, sort of. Pay now or no payments until 2025. Come test drive your new pooper. Try the new eye toilet. Toilet bowl too small. Need an upgrade. Don't wait. Don't delay. Act now like you're going to come down. Big bowls, small bowls, mini bowls, tiny bowls, teeny bowls. Don't miss out. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. This is my ninth episode and that was Toilet Blowout Cell. I created that about 10 years ago and it was basically for The Smelly Show which is my puppets show that I do. It's uh, So I have these puppets. I make some of them. They're all basically, mostly, they're handmade. Smelly, she, I altered her a little bit. So she looks like a classic, one of those like Muppet type of puppets. She's, I got her at a thrift store years ago for a dollar and 91 cents. And she had like some weird black yarny hair and I switched it out for blonde because I had blonde hair at the time. My name's Kelly, her name's Smelly, and then my puppet Smelly has a puppet named Shelly. And so she's a tinier version of uh, Smelly. And Smelly talks like this and she's got this really cute voice. And then Shelly, she's got this really deep voice and I made her this like really like roughneck kind of lady, you know? I used to be an underwater Navy supervisor, whatever that is. But yeah, so that, you can find that on on YouTube, but that's where I have it. That's the platform, because I mentioned that YouTube like a bunch last time. It's not like I'm like all about YouTube. It's what we have right now. So that skits from The Smelly Show. And the other part I wanted to mention about that is there are comedians that say, you know, hey, toilets, farts, poo, poo and pee and all that isn't funny. And I beg to differ. So I took a class in, oh, it was like an improv class years ago. Around the same time I actually did this toilet blowout. So I think I had just done this. For some reason I thought I needed to take a class to do comedy. I took one of the classes. Okay, so I show up, I do one and I hate it. I absolutely do not like what this guy's saying, this instructor. First thing he says to the whole class was like, first off, I just wanna let you know, farting jokes, poop jokes, all that stuff, not funny. You need to know the rules of comedy. And I'm thinking there are no rules in comedy. Yeah, you can offend people. Maybe you don't want to do that. You know, maybe you don't, you know, you don't want to be a complete racist jerk. You know, there's things you don't want to do that you don't go to. There's some people that will go there. I, but as far as like rules of like, what's funny, I was like, uh-uh. Cause I knew that I had done the toilet blowout cell at that point, And I knew I did the I fart, which See, I fart. I did put that. That's like a little device that you put up to your butt. But at the same time, you don't want to overdo it. It's every once in a while. It's funny. So I did not agree with that. I'm like, don't. And the other thing is when you tell people what is, what, oh, oh, this is funny. This is not funny. 
for me, comedy is a flow. It's a natural flow. And if someone's constantly like in their head being like, well, that I can't say that, I can't say that, you're gonna really block the flow. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about, it's, it's random. And also you cannot teach someone to be funny. You are either funny or you're not. It's, it, it, I really don't think you can learn to be funny. Maybe, but it's one of those things, like you can learn to play music, but you aren't necessarily gonna be like a great musician, you know? It's like you are, you aren't. Like you were born with that skill or you don't. You can learn things and you can pick it up, but you're either natural or you're not. So to try to teach that, anyway, I ended up not being into that class at all and I didn't go back. I had gotten the flu, like the only time in my life I got the flu. And um, that was a good reason not to go back. So a follow-up. So I posted, I don't think I mentioned this, and I really hope I didn't, I'm not repeating myself. I'm pretty sure I did not say this last time. Um, I put an ad up for, did I mention this? No, I don't think so. I put an ad up. Okay, I just want to follow up on an ad that I placed like a few weeks ago for, it was a fake band ad and it was inspired by all the really bad things and people like some of the some of the ads that you find on like if you go to craigslist and you go to the band section if you're a musician you will probably be familiar with this unless you've been fortunate enough to just be you know always have like the right players around you like sometimes you got to go to craigslist because and i have met some people through that and had good experiences but it's kind of like you really have to go through a little a huge weeding out process and you always get these people that are just like, yeah, my name is Michael Powers and I'm here to, you know, or you get like this, you know, these people that are like they're super cheesy and they might be really kind of full of themselves and you're like, oh boy. Or they're, they might be decent, but you just don't have the same vision. Like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's, it's quite funny. So I decided I was going to put a fake ad up. And I was going to um, see. So to me, it was about the response. And I couldn't believe how many people did not respond. Because if I saw this ad, I would be laughing. But that was also the other thing is kind of curious if people were going to um, they take themselves a little too seriously. And I think that that's important. So that's another part of this too, is you can't take yourself so serious. So I posted guitarist looking to form band. And then he has this, you know, the picture is this guy with his googly eyes and his silly guitar. And, and then I posted, I'm looking to form the worst band ever created. I'm a horrible songwriter. I can't sing. And my guitar only has two strings. I'm tone deaf to boot. I'm looking for a bassist. A drummer with like quote marks, keyboards, and a fiddler. No need to know how to play. I don't have a rehearsal. I don't have a rehearsal space either. Like all the things you just don't want, you know. And I only had one lady say, like she just replied, and this took weeks just for one reply of like this laugh, like the laugh face. And then I replied to her like three laughy faces back, like yeah, you know, thank you for, you know, at least acknowledging this because it's obviously just being silly and then the other one I got last week and I didn't even know how to reply the guy's like hey I'm a bass player and let me know when you get a rehearsal space you know we can we can you know I'd love to jam with you and I'm like wait a minute that just threw me off 
I, I, I haven't replied because I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You wait. Are you, are you just playing along with a joke? He's got to be playing along. I didn't reply back, but I really probably, I, no, I kind of don't want to, because then I'm like, okay, now I'm going down some weird rabbit hole. But I just was more about the responses because I think things like that are really funny. My, um, I just remember there was these artists that would put uh, like fake flyers up like around town and we like lost pin cap, lost cracker, you know, lost, like, like really random things like that. And I did, I saw those around. It was in New York. I saw those around. I was like, that's the best. Like I was, I thought that really, really cool. And then like a few years ago, I decided to kind of see, like, so I did a little internet search to see if anything, you know, if those people, if there's any mention of those artists and I actually found them and there was a video of them. Um, someone replied hey, I think I found your pen cap. And they met, they, they filmed it, they met and they were just all playing along. And there's, he's like, you know, showing them the pig. He's like, mm, I don't think that's it. It had more of like a, you know, and then the other one was the cracker, like found a cracker. And then they did show up, you know, again, like car pulls up and they're like so is this it that's the cracker you know and it was so good because everyone was just playing along with it I'm like I love fun people I love 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 when people can just be playful um because it the worst is when I'm like being my normal kind of playful self and somebody is really serious and they like and they correct me all the time we're not gonna hang out because I hate to tell you that I'm just kidding. I'm a joking right now. If I have to keep being like, it's just, I'm, I'm joking. It's really hard to hang out with people like that. <laughs> it's like, I'd rather just not talk than have to be like, you need to be quiet. So let's listen to something. Business lamb for all your lamb related business. Not a bad idea. Cause he's the one that you need to talk to if you have any questions regarding lamb. The business slam. Business slam. Not a bad idea. So, back in the day, I used to draw the business slam, and he's like this very specific little drawing of like this little puffy little guy, and he always likes has like human looking eyes. He's always kind of looking to the side, and he always has a little tie. I always draw a little tie, and I named him the business slam because I think that I was showing my drawing to somebody and they thought I said business lamb, but I didn't. And I was like, okay, he's the business lamb. So it's been that this whole time. And then what is the business lamb? Well, you know, he's the guy that, you know, he does all the lamb business. If you have anything related to lamb, that's my favorite part. So I just had this remembrance. I was remembering something. I used to work in downtown, midtown Manhattan, downtown, midtown Manhattan. In, I was this receptionist for this furniture showroom and I had I moved to New York. I was like 20, no, no, I was, it, I was like 20 something. And I kind of randomly moved to New York. So, and I didn't have, I hardly had any money saved, but I didn't care at the time, did not care because I was in New York. And I paid my rent. I think I had like five bucks left over. Next day I go out on the street you know, go to like uh, Lower East Side and just start handing my resume out. And I get a job, I hate it. 
worked that I think I worked at, it was like a cafe and I was just helping customers but it was super draining like you would have to have it was like one of those cafes that was open all night long maybe until three or four in the morning like something like that and the music was just blasting in my ear and I just I don't know in the that environment it was going to be it, I was like uh, uh, I can't I can't do this this is going to be too hard for me to have and back then I was I would consider myself an introvert I'm not that way now but I was much more of an introvert than I was. I can still get introverted, but nothing like that. So then I quit that. And then I ended up calling some employment agency. Let's see. And I went in and I filled out some stuff. And then I get a call from them. And she's like, okay, I've got something for you, but you need to call this number. So I called this number and it was this guy. He's like, oh yes, um, my friend is looking, I'd love to say his name on the air, but on the air, I'd love to say his name, but I probably shouldn't because it's going to be way too personal. So I shouldn't, but he has this really uh, interesting name. And he's like, so-and-so is looking for this, um, to fill this receptionist position and you're perfect fit for this. And I'm thinking, one, I never had receptionist experience that I can remember. Okay, no, I did. No, no, I'm wrong. I did. I worked in an office. I worked in a few offices. That's right. Um, but the way he was saying, he's like, well, he really likes w women that look that are artistic and look a certain way. So basically, they had screened me physically. And maybe, I don't remember, the, maybe they took pictures. I don't know what it was, but Bob, oops, can't say his name. But that guy... He, oh my gosh, it was so weird. It's like had these like headhunters or whatever, like, oh wait, no, she's perfect. So then I go in and I meet the guy who's, you know, so I never meet this one middleman. He was like this middleman. And he was like, okay, now call this guy. So this middleman hooks me up. I don't say not the word hookup. Uh, connects me with the guy looking for this specific type of female as the receptionist. I was a little artist, I dressed really artsy fartsy, you know, and at the time I had really short kind of funky hair and I don't know, for some reason. So I show up and I get an interview and the guy's just like super excited about me working for him, you know, cause I was, a, you know, a musician and I'm an artist and he was like, oh yeah. So always they had me sitting pretty like in the in the in you know in the very as these people would walk through the door and I'd be like hi welcome can I say the place I think I can say it hi welcome no 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 I'm not gonna say it I'll, I'll make up a fake name hi welcome to um to LLC I don't know <laughs> no I'm not gonna say it because that it, it no I don't I, I really don't want these people to know I'm talking about them so Anyway, so I would like w greet people and famous people would walk through that door all the time, you know, and I'd be like, whoa, like, like Moby, I can say that Moby walked through the door, like, um, what's her name? I don't remember. I'm, I'm not a huge, really good at like remembering a lot of people probably I didn't even know were famous walking through that door because the furniture was like $30,000 for like a, a sofa and you can't call it a couch. It's a sofa. So it's a furniture showroom and it was modern and they were super into the, I don't know. It was ridiculous. And I was like the, like they, he liked the way I looked, you know, with, it was part of the whole thing. So I had the, the right look and I had the right attitude, but inside I was suffering, like suffering. Cause I was super introverted and I had to be the face. I had to answer the phone. 
I had to direct the calls. I had to pretend that I was okay with all of this and I wasn't. I was, oh my gosh. So then I would come home at night and I lived in Brooklyn and I would uh, sit there with my keyboard, with my guitar and I, I made a whole album just from that experience. That is the album, The Story of My Life. I have that up and the songs are just, they're pretty deep and they're they're really like, you can feel it, you know? A lot of people would say you, they can feel my 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 uh, emotions through my songs and so that's definitely one of those situations. I'm drinking iced coffee right now. Hear the ice? Probably shouldn't be drinking iced coffee if I'm drinking more water, but I wanna, I'm just kind of feeling a little tired. No, but um, that, okay, so where I'm getting to with this story, anyway, I, I wasn't even gonna go that into that story, but then I started telling it, and I'm like, woo, no, I'm gonna talk about that. But, oh, it was so hard for me, and you're in this big city, you're in, you're the front, you're the first person they see, and I had to play this part, and it wasn't what I wanted, but I ended up making a really great album, and I went and actually went to Colorado and flew and recorded it with um, my friend Chris, and he produced it, and so I do love listening to that album because I think about that time, and music is such a is such therapy. And one time I was on my lunch break, and I'm walking, and this guy walks up to me. He just stops, I'm just walking. He goes, you're a robot. And then he keeps walking, and I was like, I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. Why did he say I'm a robot? What do you walk around? So like the, to me, that's like the biggest mystery. Like why would you for one, stop someone and say you're a robot? Two, I wasn't a robot. Maybe I looked robotic because I just wasn't, no, I kind of started tripping out a little bit. I was like, what if I am a robot? What if I'm a robot and I don't realize I'm a robot? <laughs> Does a robot know it's a robot? Um, but he was probably saying that I was just like everybody else, you know, just someone just walking around kind of like mindlessly. I don't know why he called me a robot. I'm not. Um, and then you can go down that world of like, well, why did he call me? Is he just telling everyone they're a robot? But he was so clear about it. And, um, it was disturbing things like that. I'm not a robot. Never was, never will be. I'm full of emotion, you know? And I just want to mention that if you are enjoying this podcast, The Kelly Slusher Show, will you please, please rate and subscribe to my podcast. This helps me grow it. It helps me be able to reach other people. And it helps the robots to know people who are listening to this and enjoying it. Thank you. Let's listen to something else. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, hello. Congratulations! You just won a free cruise! What? No way! That's right! A free cruise! Incredibly free! Are you sure there's no catch? Would we lie to you, lady? This is absolutely 100% free! No hidden costs! Oh wow, I just feel so... Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I get a free cruise! Absolutely free cruise! We're just gonna need your credit card number! Oh wait, why would you need my credit card number? I thought it was absolutely free. It's absolutely free! We just need $16.95 to secure your spot! Okay, that makes no sense. What do you mean? I thought it was free! Secure your spot now, before the deal ends in five minutes! One, two, Look, fake lady! Three, this isn't free! Four, this is a complete five, scam! Six. So I did recently play that in a previous podcast, but I don't think I talked about it. I like to talk about 
I like to explain these skits a little bit more. Sometimes I realize people don't know where I'm coming from and maybe it, it is better when people know where I'm coming from. I think that one's kind of obvious. I literally got that phone call. Someone called and they said I won this cruise, but I had to pay $60 or something. And I'm like, but it's not free. You're still asking me to pay. Nope, it's free. Nope, you really, it's not. So I thought it was really funny and it made a really good, great skit. We can all relate to this. All my stuff hopefully is pretty relatable like real things that happen. I have two words to say to you right now. Lizard push-ups. That's right. I am looking out my window and there is a lizard and he's literally like doing push-ups. What are they doing? I'm gonna look into that. Why do lizards do push-ups? Like what, are they communicating? Are they literally working out? Oh, now you're staring at me. Ah, you're doing it again. So, okay, I wanted to add this because I thought it was kind of funny. I um, heard about someone calling into work and they had this really elaborate reason why they couldn't come into work. And so I started thinking about it and I'm like, I wonder what excuses people have actually made to um, call out, you know, like someone actually thought it was a good idea. So. Um, I looked it up and I found some pretty interesting, funny things. And I guess people actually really said this, like they did like surveys and stuff. Um, so here are some of the things that people have used for their excuses. And they probably collected these from um, employee, employers, employers. Um, em okay, first one, employee said her cat was stuck inside the dashboard of her car. What? Okay, employees said they were kicked by a llama and suffered a broken leg as a result. Well, you better, you know, have a broken leg. Employee said his employee said his girlfriend threw a pan of hot grits in his face. Um, um, I'm sorry, I can't come in. My girlfriend uh, threw a pan of hot grits in my face. I'm gonna be uh, out for a couple days. Um, employees said their parakeet had the flu and needed to be taken care of. Employee said her roots were showing and she had to keep her hair appointment because she looked like a mess. Okay, employee said he broke his arm reaching to grab a falling sandwich. Employee's pressure cookie had exploded and scared her sister so she had to stay home. Wow. Employee said they were stuck under the bed. Employee said the universe was telling him to take a day off. Okay, the, the employee the employee saying they were stuck under the bed, I mean, wouldn't that not be an impress? It would not impress your employer. These are people that do not care about their jobs and like impressing the employers and trying to move up because there's no way to be like, you know, you can't even, you're stuck under the bed. That's, that's you're not very intelligent, right? Employee said his wife found out he was cheating. So he had to spend the day retrieving his belongings from the dumpster. Employee claimed his grandmother poisoned him with ham. Then why would you blame your grandma? Why would you even put your grandma in this? Like, like it was her fault. Oh, my grandma. Yeah, I can't. I'm going to have to. I'm sorry. I'm going to be calling y'all. I can't come in today. Um, my grandma, she, um, yeah, she poisoned me with her ham. <laughs> Employee said she poked herself in the eye while combing her hair. Yeah, you know what? Hello? Uh, 
these, do you really want these as employees? <laughs> employees said they chugged a bottle of mouthwash thinking it was Powerade and was, Powerade and was sick as a result. Wow. That is, about 22% of these surveys said they had fired an employee once discovering they had lied and given a fake excuse. Employee said his wife put all his underwear in the washer. Hmm, just go to work without underwear, right? Employee said he was going to the beach because the doctor said he needed more vitamin D. Wow. Employee ate cat food instead of tuna and was deathly ill. What? I mean, come on. Employee said she wasn't sick, but her llama was. How many people actually have llamas? Employee ate too much birthday cake. It's just nuts. Like you, um, just like go to work. <laughs> I don't know. Don't people need money? I mean, I don't know. Isn't that why you have a job? Maybe these are people that don't really want the job. So, okay. Yeah. I think it's time for me to call it a wrap. I'm going to throw this one in the can. It's a wrap. Throw it in the can. It sounds like you're putting it in the toilet. I'm not putting it in the toilet. Okay, so we are gonna wrap it up. I am, but um, yeah, I'm wrapping it up at this point. And the other thing I wanna say to you is thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, I'm gonna start working on episode 10. Yoo-hoo! And then I'm gonna be also putting out another Mixcloud DJ set. That's two things I'm going to be doing. Plusoids. Plusers. I am going to be recording another song. All fitting this in between my work schedule. I'm going to do it because I'm superhuman. Okay, you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.